What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yo, welcome to the bar, come on and pull up a seat And open up your Bible, what a wonderful feast The living bread and we're discussing what it means for the streets The inner cities and the burbs and every person we meet This is where we challenge worldviews that we hear from world news In light of the scripture, we are here to serve you We're your source for resources To help you on your way as you battle mean forces This is for the people who can see the importance Of sound theology and the scripture that support it And this is for the truth lovers Biblically reforming, preaching Christ to the nations Yeah, welcome to the the Reformation, yeah. The bar, biblical and reformed. Welcome everybody to the bar. It's your boy Dwayne in the building, right back in here another Tuesday. Super excited as always. Be coming through your speakers, through your earbuds, wave list to the bar. We're grateful that you're listening. And I love to start every show off the same way, man. I love to start the show by thanking the listeners. Thank you guys for tuning into the bar, sharing the bar, telling people about the bar. I really appreciate that love and that support. And what I do every week is I bring you an awesome guest. Uh, this brother I'm digitally meeting for the first time today. Uh, a big shout out to my guy um, that is uh, Mr. Jason. Uh, he was just on the podcast and uh, he told me, hey, you should also interview this guy. So I listened because I, I like Jason and and I know he's listening. And a uh, big shout out to you, brother. But I have on uh, today none other than uh, Richard. How you doing, man? I'm doing well, brother. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm doing on. great. Yeah, it's definitely my yeah. pleasure. So um, I would love to, uh, I always like to start off by kind of give you an opportunity to introduce yourself. You know, anything you want to share, personal, professional, you got the floor to do that here. Yeah, amen. Well, yeah, like I said, once again, I, I do very much appreciate the opportunity just to hang out and chat. The uh, amazing thing about digital internet technology stuff is that we can meet people from all over. And uh, you have that instant connection with, you know, especially being in the body of Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm so I'm a husband uh, to Jenny. We've been married uh, since 2007. We've got four kids, uh, 11 and under, um, three girls and a boy. Originally from Southern California, where I studied graphic design and media, worked in film um, and just did a bunch of random kind of creative stuff. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and then in 2012, 2013, was kind of feeling a call to do more. I wasn't sure what that looked like. So I looked at some schools. I'd been listening to uh, Al Mohler's podcast, his briefing, and he had uh, invited people to come to the preview day. And I thought, well, you know, why don't I check out this place? Uh, I've heard of Al Mohler, I think. We're not in the Southern Baptist Convention at that point. I've been saved probably five or six years and um, grew up in the church only loosely and, you know, didn't really hear the gospel and all that. And so, you know, two young little girls I'd visited fell in love with the whole area in Louisville, Kentucky. And basically we just moved here with almost nothing. I mean, <laughs> wow. our car, our table, our couch, our washer dryer. Um, and now we've got a ton of stuff again. It's amazing. Like when you get rid of stuff <laughs> or you sell stuff, right? I mean, like the Lord provides, he really does. I mean, he we've got really so many free couches and, and other stuff. And now he's really taking care of us financially far more than I can possibly imagine. It's crazy. But uh, so I studied studied there for a number of years, uh, kind of changed course a little bit, graduated in 2019. And since 2015, it started Pulpit Supply, uh, trying to serve the local church, seeing needs there, preaching. And, um, you know, that wasn't my original intention, just was kind of to teach and get some experience, get a degree under my belt, maybe work for a ministry, uh, something like that. It wasn't necessarily the local church, but, excuse me, but. Uh, more and more, I realized there was a huge need, and I was part of a really good Bible preaching, solid church in California, uh, in mm-hmm. Burbank, California, <clears throat> and they just had really high value of the local church, God's word, expository preaching, all that. And so, in 2019, I graduated, and uh, the next year took a church, an SBC church in Southwest um, Kentucky, where we're where we're at now. And so don't worry, we're not woke. I know I often say that I'm, <laughs> I'm in the SBC. Don't worry, we're not woke. Um, and I went to my first convention this last year, which was kind of a doozy in Nashville. Mm-hmm. And knowing about critical theory and resolution nine of people who know about that in 2019. And just there's just a lot of weirdness. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, but one thing that I don't practice is the 11th commandment. Um, at all. I, I don't know if people know that, but that's, uh, I've heard Vody Bauckham say it. I'm sure others have had said it too, where, you know, we're just supposed to be nice and ignore problems or whatever. And I don't, I don't want to be cantankerous or, or mean, but at the same time, I think part of that California laid back worldview of, Hey, I don't really care. We're just going to do this and <laughs> go with mm-hmm. it. This is what the Bible says. This is our, I don't care about your tradition per se. Um, yay or nay, I don't care about, you know, these things we do, um, whatever the SBC typey thing is. I'm not a huge SBC guy, yay or nay. I, I'm in it. I was very thankful for Southern Seminary and uh, the cooperation and, and everything else. I know there's massive problems, NAM and IMB. And again, mm-hmm. those listening might really say, how could you still be there? All the good pastors have left, blah, 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 blah. Uh, but you know, for this time we're, we're staying in for the moment. And, um, I think this is the time to fight and not abandon ship. So that's actually why I actually, I'll start, I started, a I started a YouTube channel almost two years ago, something like that, but I didn't really do much on it until the summertime of this last year. Mm-hmm. And it was really for me, the Ed Litton nonsense that, I mean, he was already, I think a very poor candidate to begin with, with the number of issues that he had prior to sermon gate you know hashtag sermon gate uh, <laughs> but and I then all this it. other stuff with 
Keller and then, of course, J.D. Greer and how many sermons disappearing and this and then the lies and then the more and then being platformed. And you're just like, ah, so that really kind of got me uh, my feet wet on YouTube. I've got a couple videos on Litton that have gotten a lot of traction and I've had a lot of back and forth with people. And, you know, some a lot of people, they did, and I do it ultimately because most, most people aren't. I mean, you go to Al Moore's mm-hmm. website or these other Twitter guys and they're not saying a peep. They're not mm-hmm. asking or they're not even talking about plagiarism. Now they used to talk about it. Mm-hmm. And in one of my videos, actually, I talk about it. There's like a Moeller did like a radio broadcast, I don't know, 15 or so years ago about plagiarism, how bad it was. And this is terrible and heinous and terrible. And people have been fired. And then all of a sudden, you know, when it's Rickets. too close to home, it's like, mm-hmm. oh, well, yeah. <laughs> and I, love, I still love Moeller. I do. But I mean, I feel like, mm-hmm. I feel like he's really missed. He's missed a lot of things uh, trying to be too. Uh, political ride the fence mm. or whatever, so mm-hmm, that might get mm-hmm. me in trouble. But anyway, mm-hmm. so that's not here. That's- <laughs> <laughs> you you oh, are home, good. brother. After hearing all of that, you are home, my brother. Uh, <laughs> amen, you, amen. You are speaking my heart. Um, you know, similar. You know, kind of was introduced to uh, uh, Moeller. You know, when actually I was introduced to uh, you know, I call it biblical theology, reform theology, um, mm. and uh, you know lived and breathed his his breathing i mean his briefing it was part of my devotion yeah. you know um but um but definitely see and saw everything that you mentioned um <laughs> literally just like you said the silence uh and, and yeah. the politicized and i and i i've met him i you know i still love him as a brother um and then i mean just you know truth be told another brother that's so similar to that i mean he's not in the sbc but uh you know he he never says anything either. And uh, I, I love him, love him as well as Ligon Duncan. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's been mm-hmm. on the show, you know, and, you know, there's a lot that could be said, but not much has been said. But anyway, I don't want to go down those rabbit rabbit trails. And uh, you kind of <laughs> gave me a really good, uh, I guess, landing page as far. I mean, you know, a uh, place to just kind of shoot in multiple directions, because there's a lot of ways we could take this conversation. Um, I'm yeah. going to start. I'm going to break. I'm going to peel it back. Uh, before we get to YouTube, I'm going to talk about the pastoring side, because uh, one thing yep. about the bar is we are, you know, we 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 have a lot of local pastors that listen. Um, and so I, anytime I get an opportunity to have a pastor on, I want to, you know, just kind of share your experience, um, you know, coming out of, uh, you know, seminary and getting started and and uh, just kind of peel it back. And let's 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 talk about that for a moment. And then we'll jump into uh, some of the YouTube stuff. Yeah, that sounds good. Um, yeah, I mean, so I, you know, filling the pulpit for the last, I don't know, five, six years. And, you know, that's quite different than pastoring, right? You go there mm-hmm. and you have a sermon. And usually I'd try and write a new sermon uh, just to get the, the habit. Uh, don't steal your sermons, please, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> uh, or or, or gen- gentlemen, at least. If you're a lady, you shouldn't be preaching. Uh, right. But anyway. <laughs> um, <laughs> All but, the triggers, you know, man. All the triggers. That's right. That's right. <laughs> hashtag, hashtag me too. No. Um, <sighs> so, you know, writing a sermon and build, building that. Honestly, if guys are listening, especially if you're in seminary or even Bible college, get out. Teach. Get out of your bubble. Get out of your good church, whether you're in one of the big, you know, Meccas, Nashville or Louisville or, um, you know, Dallas, some of these big church cities. And you're there for school. Great. But go get practical real world teaching go teach at a convalescent home retirement home 
there's churches probably within a dozen miles, two dozen miles that need a pastor or a preacher at least, and go get some experience. So I definitely recommend that. I, I always shook my head at guys that were, you know, they would barely go to chapel if at all. They were never in the bookstore. They were never hanging out, trying to talk to professors. They were never getting preaching reps. You know, they were just there, classes done, and then they get the degree and it's like, okay, you know, I feel like you're wasting your time. But anyway, um, but as far as pastoring goes, it's so, it's so different. I mean, everything that the struggles that I've had, which have been uh, less than I thought in one sense, but then there have been other struggles that I didn't even expect. Mm-hmm, so just expect, mm-hmm. you know, especially for the new guys that are <laughs> coming in, you're going to have a trouble. You're going to have a problem that you literally didn't even think about. You didn't, mm-hmm. you didn't even know that it was a thing, uh, <laughs> even if it's just internal. And honestly, I mean, I, my church might be listening to this at some point. Um, <laughs> I love my church and I, I don't want to bag anybody. I'm not. But a lot of it's just my own expectation and my own mm-hmm, kind of mm-hmm. patience and preference. And they've been gracious with me. I've really tried to um, uh, renew and reform kind of the overall worship service and mm-hmm. having a call to worship and having, you know, very structured uh, sermon, not terribly structured because I, I feel I don't want to be stuck to a, a manuscript. I'm definitely not that type of preacher. But gotcha. having then another guy read, you know, from a parallel text, I'm preaching through Acts right now. So I have another guy read through Luke. Um, mm-hmm. And then having dismissal and benediction and trying to do Lord's table regularly and fellowship meals. And, you know, and it's, they've been really wonderful with allowing, you know, this inexperienced guy who's me been a lot, been to a lot of great churches and members at a few great churches, but haven't really had the experience. It's just me. And, you know, I'm trying to raise up and deacon a deacon board and uh, maybe some elder led men at some point or elder qualified rather and discipleship and, being in each other's lives, but we're in a real, a real rural area. Uh, if anybody cares to look at the, the website's newharvestbaptist.org, newharvestbaptist.org. And, um, it's, it's nice. It's great, but it's a really rural area. It's definitely not, um, Louisville, Kentucky, and certainly not Southern California where I, I'm originally from, but I knew that coming in and mm-hmm. it's beautiful. I mean, I'm looking outside right now. There's, you know, there's nobody marching down the road. There's, <laughs> no, there's no police outside doing anything crazy. There's no traffic at all. There's no smog. There's, you know, it's 22 degrees here and I've got, you know, a nice landscape that I'm, I'm looking at my office and it's, it's wonderful. And so, you know, you, the expectation, you just got to start just like anything mm-hmm. else. You're writing a mm-hmm. book or you're building a house or, you know, having children, right? Like, mm-hmm. oh, I don't know if I mm-hmm. kids. Are we ready? Getting married? Oh, you know, it's like any big thing in life. You just got to do it. And then lean into the Lord, trust the Lord, and He provides so much of those things when you're there. Um, you know the strength, the wisdom to to tackle whatever challenges, and uh, it's 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 good. It's a really good time. So awesome. Um, yeah, I love that man. Um, and and it's funny because uh, the the church that me and my wife are part of, we we just became uh, we call them covenant part partners. Uh, they okay. are. SBC, uh, and yep. and they kind of got the same view, like you know, not agreeing with you know what was was all the things that are happening and all the things and all the things, but this isn't a time to to flee uh, per yep. se, um, and and that's you know I respect that, and to hear somebody else say that, because I you know hearing them say it was the first time I heard it, and then to hear you say it, it's just kind of like oh well yeah that I guess that 
that does make sense, man. Um, and so you kind of touched on navigating through that and, and, and your thought process on that is, do you want to expand on that any, or do you want me to keep moving or? <laughs> oh yeah, no. I mean, so here's the thing. I, again, being new to the SBC, really, we joined a church, um, in Louisville who was SBC and one of the pro- professors is also the pastor of pastors. He's a professor there. And I mean, I moved to Southern because the convictions lined up in general anyway. Mm-hmm. I didn't, I wasn't like, you know, Pado Baptist, baby Baptist. And then right. like, Oh, I'm going to, I'm going to, ah, it's fine. I'll, I'll go to this regular Baptist place. I am you know, Baptist <laughs> believers, baptism. There wasn't any, you know, the autonomy of the local church. Mm-hmm. Uh, Christ is, is the only way. And it's, you know, I'm not going to some wacky seminary or, or something crazy um, or a Presbyterian seminary or Methodist or something like that. So they already lined up to begin with. So I didn't feel like there was any rub or, or convictional thing at all. That was a problem. Um, regarding the SBC proper, I mean, that was one of the things that led me to Southern was the ship being turned around by Moeller in the Mm -hmm. 90s and 2000s. And that didn't just start with Moeller in 93, but it started in the 70s with trustees. And I mean, you know, get a quick history lesson for the listeners, but, you know, having to have trustees being elected, and it's almost like the United States where we have representatives and Supreme Court and the president, there's different overlaps of government, basically. And the trustees hold in trust the the seminaries, the institutions, and then they have to get elected. And then they serve the churches and the churches vote for the trustees. And there's this whole kind of uh, circular thing. And they had to, you know, turn over lots and lots of people. So people know Adrian Rogers, even the Billy Graham's, um, Oh, I never remember. W.A. Criswell, a lot of those guys who have long since uh, passed away, they were integral in pushing the ship the other direction. Mm. And, you know, that doesn't happen easily. And it really doesn't happen much at all. Right. As far as the mainline denomination turning around. Now, I believe we're kind of in this ship is veering again and we've lost our way with this whole, um, well, woke agenda, for lack of a better word. And mm-hmm. what's worse is they're doing the same thing. And this is, oh, wait, listen, this is they're so they're doing the exact same thing they were doing 30 years ago in the seminaries. They were teaching liberal theology in the seminaries. Mm-hmm. And they were then saying, no, 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 we're teaching about it. Mm-hmm. And they've been doing this for critical <laughs> theory for the last five to 10 years at Southeastern. And I even got some of it in my last semester. Um, at, it was early 2019 at Southern. And mm-hmm. I didn't really know too much. It was pre-Resolution uh, 9 for the convention there in, in June of 9, 2019. Right. And I didn't really know a ton about it. But there was some weird stuff like Jarvis Williams is over here and Bodie Bauckham's over here. And I was like, well, mm-hmm. I, mean, I'm, I mean, I like them both, I think. But, like, he teaches here. But, I mean, I'm, I'm agreeing with Bodie Bauckham. But, I mean, they're both brothers. But, like, I don't understand. Like, mm-hmm. what do you mm-hmm. – yeah, there's racism. Yeah, there's problems. But, like – I don't, this doesn't make sense on how you're, wait, what do you want me? I'm sure like, huh? Like there's just, there's no real answers and there weren't and there aren't, unfortunately. And so, you know, now is the time I think to, you know, push back, but we're so thin skinned and, you know, I'll get under, I'll get on everybody's bad side, but we're so (laughs) thin skinned and we don't want to fight. You know, and I understand leaving California or New York City or something like that because of the restrictions and the mandates. I get that because in one sense, you know, my family of six can't take on 
uh, a population of a hundred thousand or something. You know, right. if, if they have this ideology that they've swallowed, I got to look out for us. We're moving to Texas, you know, whatever, you know, right. Kentucky, something. And so in one sense, people are like, well, forget it. We're abandoning ship because it's, it's sinking. It's terrible. But enough people don't believe this. And enough people even showed up in Nashville to say they didn't believe this. And even still, Ed Litton shouldn't have won. And it was, I mean, that's a whole nother right, show right. probably. But yep. <laughs> uh, with the split vote between four guys and having ringers come in and supposedly you know, paying people to vote for Litton. I mean, talk about election fraud, even in the SBC. <laughs> right. The, the fact of the matter is, just because people say they're Baptist or they're Christian or they're Reformed or they're Calvinist or they're Presbyterian or they're whatever, doesn't mean they're actually in communion with the Lord, right? right. And, and, and either they're in sin or they're just a wolf. Mm-hmm. And we give so much of the benefit of the doubt too often. And I just, that's what I don't <laughs> like about the whole Baptist-y type of feel that's like, y'all, like, come on, yeah, have some more discernment. Like, let, don't be an mm-hmm. idiot. Like, mm-hmm. let's, let's step up a little bit. So I know, uh, Josh Boyce, he left his, they left, uh, the convention, which I totally understand no hard feelings. Uh, I actually had a conversation on my uh, YouTube channel about a month ago with Tom Askell down at founders mm-hmm. there in Florida. And he said the total opposite, you know, it's not time to leave the SBC. If everybody leaves, we'll still be around just like the PC USA is still around right. and just being more harmful and pushing more nonsense now it's a shell of what it once was that you know pc right. usa uh right. when it kicked out machin 100 years ago but it's still around and the sbc mm-hmm. will probably still be around 100 years from now right <laughs> you know whether yep. they're whether we're woke or not and, and crazy or not it's it's unbelievable so i don't think it's time to abandon ship just yet yeah yeah no that's <clears throat> I, I'm, I'm glad you expound, expounded on that man um you know josh is a dear friend and brother uh, actually ministry partner with our just thinking podcast oh, right yeah and you know I, I i've heard his side of it you know like that that we're we're out <laughs> like like yeah. you know we, yeah. we can't stand stand with it and so uh i just i love hearing you know just 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 different views man on on things and and that's one thing that I, you know, I noticed about your, your podcast, like you say, you step on everybody's toes. I love that. Um, I, I, I love being I challenged. I, well, I mean, you know, it, <laughs> like, like my, my old friend said, you know, we, we the body of Christ. Somebody got to be the armpit. Somebody got to be between the toes. Like it's gotta be somebody <laughs> yeah. that's like, you know, that, that, you know, nobody else want to be or whatever. So no, I, <laughs> I, I dig that. And, um, and just speaking about the YouTube real quick before we go to break, man. So, um, you said it kind of came out of, uh, I guess, well, well, tell us what, what, what's really sparked it. And then what's kind of your approach, uh, as you, uh, you know, you, you release content, you know, I see most of the time it's pretty relevant, um, in, in just kind of how you approach, uh, different topics or different, um, different issues. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was you know, being a fan of, a few podcasts and even others on YouTube and listening to standard classical podcasts, knowing that this is really the public um, forum. This is the public square now. I mean, people are listening right now, you know, on their computer, on their phone, whatever. And, you know, there's less and less open air preaching style conversation and dialogue and and things Mm -hmm. that used to happen, you know, 100, 200 years ago and so on. And so this is really where it's at. And that's where I feel, you know, not only preaching, but being convictional and saying Christ is worth it. Yes. Reputation is nice. Yes. I'm a people pleaser and I have to kill that 
fleshy people pleaser mentality. <laughs> uh, and again, I don't want to be a jerk. I, I hope I'm, you know, people tell me that I'm kind and, you know, whatever. But um, at the same time, I don't want to be squishy because you're only living once, right? right. I mean, what are you doing for the kingdom? Now, everybody's called to do different things. Not everybody's right. called to do a podcast. Not everybody's called to preach. Not everybody's called to be a missionary in Africa. But you know, you need to embrace the things that the Lord has called you to do. And, and I think he's through this, through his spirit really prompts us to do those certain things. And so I've got a big background in design and media. Um, I used to do a lot of editing films, uh, production stuff. And so being in front of the camera, I used to do acting way back when. And um, so being in front of the camera and then using that conviction to push the gospel further to challenge people is really the goal. So, I mean, the channel technically is called Contramundum Promundo. It's Richard Contramundum is, is on YouTube. So if you search Richard Contramundum, it'll come up. Uh, but it's really against the world, but for the world. That's pulling from Athanasius, church father from what, fourth century, third century, and mm -hmm. him being against the world. And really like you and me and any believer listening, somebody was once against us when we were in the world, whether we were five or 50, we were living our life, doing whatever, and somebody said, you know what, whether it's your mom, our teacher, pastor, friend, whatever, and they said, you know, Jesus is better. Your life, your sin, your brokenness, that's why you're having problems. That's why of this. You should read the Bible. Here's a gospel tract. Listen to this sermon. And somebody was against you, but for you. It mm. wasn't just to call somebody out to say, oh, that's a curse word. Oh, you should be wearing a one piece. Oh, that's bad. You shouldn't smoke. Don't watch that movie. And it's not about Christian moralism at all but rather knowing the creator who reveals himself in Jesus Christ and having such a better understanding of reality is really the goal and having people see that, you know, through different things, talking about, you know, different subjects. I mean, heck, I, I wish I could talk about everything that's popular and relevant, but I, I you know, pastoring and I'm my husband and a father, right? <laughs> um, <laughs> right. Yeah. Other but, stuff. <laughs> yeah. That's the goal. And just, and just trying, because I don't have anybody paying me, I don't mm -hmm. have anybody, any SBC heads calling me or telling mm -hmm, me to mm -hmm. say this or not that. I feel much more free to talk about Lytton. I mean, I even emailed Lytton's church and we had a, an exchange and I tried to get him on the show or his assistant and they wouldn't do it. They wouldn't do it. And, you know, that's fine, I guess. But, right. um, you know, it's nobody's, I mean, let's be real here. Somebody told Moeller and, and Aiken and, and some of these other guys, Hey, don't mention these things. Hey, don't mm -hmm. say this. Or they just thought it for political gain. I don't know that for sure. You know, let's right. brotherly love. Right. But let's, you know, as humans, <laughs> mm -hmm. there's, there's not, there's this issue and nobody's talking about the issue. That's a little strange. And exactly. so, you know, feeling that, um, that it's an open forum that I can, uh, and, preach the gospel, be, be candid with people and build a community. And that's the thing that I've, I've noticed that there's a, a good, I don't know, several dozen people that are really interacting pretty regularly and they interact with others like Jason, dear world Christian, uh, and several other guys as well that, um, I've befriended and we talk to and we share videos and we, I don't, we're in a group chat together and it's, it's a great time. It really is. So yeah, just yeah, trying man. to use the, use the public square, the new public square. So love it, man. I, I like like as soon as you said that, my wheel started turning because you know I just I, I believe in like content and podcasts and providing resources. You know, saying that this is yep. the new public square. You know, and and how I guess you know the open this this is taking open air preaching. You know, pretty much 
past the the corner, you know, and, and literally mm-hmm. all over the world. So I love that. Love that. Love that. So before we go to the commercial break, uh, if you're anything like me, you always got your phone in your hand. And uh, if you start your day with your phone, my suggestion, instead of immediately jump on the social media and strolling, I say open the Abide app and actually start your day in the peace of Christ. If you can't fall asleep and you find yourself in the bed uh, strolling through your phone instead, open the Abide app and doze off peacefully to uh, biblical stories. Do you deal with stress and anxiety on your job? Do you find yourself uh, using your phone to just get through uh, a tough day? Stop checking social media and pop open the Abide app to ease your mind. The Abide app is the number one Christian meditation app. Abide users report less stress and lower levels of anxiety. You start your day with the Abide daily meditation based on biblical scriptures. These audio meditations will center you and draw you closer to Christ. Abide meditation starts at two minutes long. They are easy to fit into your schedule and feature topics like overcoming anxiety, managing stress, uh, addictions, recovery, finding forgiveness and more. And at the end of the day, find deep rest with the Abide Bedtime Story based on the Bible. They're great for kids and adults alike. Join the millions of people using the Abide app, including Grammy Award winning singers, church leaders and Christians just like you. Get started now with 25% off the premium subscription by downloading the Abide app at abide.co slash Dwayne. You'll get additional stories and meditation, premium music, soothing sound, and more. Support this show and get 25% off by going to abide.co slash Dwayne. That's A-B-I-D-E dot C-O slash Dwayne to download the Abide app and get 25% off your premium subscription. Now to the commercial break and we'll be right back. Do you deal with stress and anxiety throughout your day? Do you find yourself on your phone constantly? Stop checking social media and pop open the Abide app to ease your mind. Abide is the number one Christian meditation app. Abide users report less stress, lower levels of anxiety and depression, and better sleep. Start your day with Abide Daily Meditation. Based on biblical scripture, these audio meditations will center you and draw you closer to Christ. For a limited time, our listeners will get 25% off a premium subscription when you visit abide.co slash Dwayne. Get started now with 25% off a premium subscription by downloading the Abide app at abide.co slash Dwayne. You'll get additional stories and meditations, premium music, soothing sounds, and more. Support this show and get 25% off by going to abide.co slash Dwayne. That's A-B-I-D-E dot C-O slash Dwayne to download the Abide app and get 25% off your premium subscription. All right. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're back 
in here uh, with my good friend. And uh, this is the side of the podcast where we do the bar signature questions. These are three questions I ask all of my guests. So the first signature bar question is, what kind of music do you listen to? Music. Um, so I used to listen to rap and metal <laughs> back in high school and early early college. Um, I don't, a lot of that was just kind of like pure influence. Mm-hmm. Listening to it now, a lot of like the, you know, standard like gangster rap stuff was, I'm just not going to listen to that anymore just for, you know, the content's mm-hmm. sake and the, even the metal. Um, I've dabbled in classical rock or classic rock, I guess it is. But if I'm going to pick up my phone and listen to something, honestly, it's just, it's, it's good hymns to modern music is really what it is. So like the Gettys or uh, Norton Hall, they were the band out of Southern, um, what's his face? Uh, Sovereign Grace and Mm -hmm. Bob, uh, Bob Coughlin. Yep. Stuff like that. Yeah. Cool deal. Cool deal. All right. Next signature bar question is what book or books are you currently reading? Um, so I just finished Thoughts for Young Men by Ryle, J.C. Ryle. Great little book. Uh, I'm rereading Expository Preaching. It's also a little book. I uh, forget the author. It's part of like the Nine Mark series. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's Hyde, uh, Heil, I don't know, something like that. Anyway, it's a little orange book. But yeah, I just read those two about halfway done with expository preaching. So just trying to brush up on, on uh, preaching tactics and make sure I'm doing it right. <laughs> right, right. I love it. All right. Last one is what podcasts or sermons do you listen to, if any? Yeah. Um, so Five Minutes in Church History, I've, I've listened to a lot over the mm-hmm. uh, last few years, however long. I haven't listened to it lately. Uh, and Moeller, I used to listen to, like you said earlier, all the time, all the mm-hmm. time. But when I started creating my own stuff, it wasn't, you know, any, anything against Moeller per se, but I noticed there's just an increase in just always LGBT stuff and mm-hmm. abortion stuff and abortion mm-hmm. stuff and LGBT stuff. And I get those are current and I'm thankful he's talking about those things, but it started to get depressing. And mm-hmm. so I just, I really don't listen to anything regularly. Now I'm, I'm supporting a lot of my friends and, and other content creators. Um, so like Dear Will Christian or Bottom Line Dad, he's another one. Um, and yeah, so nothing like official other than those kind of two sure. off and on. And then yes. sermons, MacArthur over the years. And I also listened to a pastor out in Orange County, California, who pastors Compass Bible Church, uh, Mike Fabares. He's, he's been there for planted in 2005, really relevant, really, but really convictional, uh, mm-hmm. definitely a California church, but not like a squishy California church. Gotcha. Um, not as formal as like MacArthur's church, but still in the same vein. So yeah, Mike Fabares is, he's got an app and a bunch of other stuff. He's really, really great too. So good deal, man. All right, brother. Well, listen, this was, this is fun. I'm definitely glad to make this connection and, uh, yep. hopefully we can, uh, stay in contact and, 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 and Lord knows what, what else can come out of this, man. Uh, big shout out again to Jason for, uh, bringing us together and I'm on your YouTube channel and I'm subscribed and we'll definitely have awesome. links to the YouTube channel, uh, in the show notes. So you guys can check that out and subscribe. Um, and man, I'm gonna give you the floor, man. Any closing words before we get out of here, words of encouragement and where they can follow you on social media. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, Christ is King and he's triumphed and he is reigning now. And I know it's easy to kind of get stuck in the present and the moment, but I'm a big history guy. 
knowing church history, knowing even the history of America in the last few hundred years of persecution and, you know, Baptists being burnt at the stake and so on and so forth is really helpful for the modern mind. And ultimately, Jesus, Jesus reigns, right? He's, he's, he's ruling now and he's both promised us that in this world we'll have trouble, but fear not, I've overcome the world. And so we have to remember that he's overcome it. Um, that's, you know, something I often sign off on my channel on even, even still, cause he's, he's ruling and, and we can rest in that, even if it doesn't look like it at this moment. Um, yeah, you can follow if you're curious about my church website, church at pastors, newharvestbaptist.org. Um, you can follow me on Gab at Genesis 317. That's Genesis 317. Um, and then YouTube is Richard Contramundum. Uh, Richard Contramundum is just Richard against um, the world. So, yeah, uh, look me up. Check me out. I'm, I don't have a website at the moment. I'm hoping to have ContraThoughts.com. That's if anybody's listening to this a year from now, maybe they'll look at that. And there'll be a website <laughs> there. But at this right. present moment, there isn't a website. I've I've let it. Uh, I've restructured and done some other things. I used to have a personal website, so I'm going to yeah, be running with ContraThoughts.com. So, cool deal, brother. Man, again, yeah. thank you for your time, man. No, thank this you. has been fun. It. Yeah, man. Uh, to the bar listeners, thank you guys for listening to the bar, your favorite podcast. We check us out every Tuesday. Go to thebarpodcast.com and you can hit that network tab and check out all the podcasts on the network. As well as go to thebargear.com to get some bar gear. And until next time, guys, God bless.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.